Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, hello to all my spooky sisters and siblings of the Diva family. Oh, very good. (laughs) You're listening to Pod Diva. If you're an LGBTQIA plus woman or non-binary person, this is your fortnightly podcast. I'm Rachel Shelley. You may know me from playing Helena Peabody on the TV show The L Word, but I also host, edit and produce Pod Diva which is a carousel of interviews and original content that goes hand in hand with the world's leading glossy magazine for LGBTQIA plus women and NBs. Which magazine is that, Roxy? It's Diva Magazine, of course, Rachel. Of course. Now we are entering the season of mists and mellow fruitfulness of haunting Halloween. We are saying hello to all matters spooky today on the Diva Debrief. (laughs) We're jumping headlong into the brand new issue of Diva Magazine, the one with who on the cover Janelle Monet. in fact Janelle free ass motherfucker Monet. absolutely the full title think of this episode as a kind of magazine club a gorgeous glossy in your exquisite LGBTQIA ear listener and you've heard already with me is the scintillatingly scary the splendiferously spondiferous the spooky diva editor in chief <laughs> the queen of all UK lesbianics, who better to unpick the magazine than the person who sewed it all together in the first place, the wonderful Roxy Bordion. Hello, Roxy. Hello, Rachel. Now, this was a fabulous introduction, as always. Delighted to be scintillatingly scary. I kind of, you know, (laughs) tending to think of myself, uh, they do say Halloween is uh, Christmas for queers, and I'm very happy to be the kind of lesbian femme extraordinaire version of Morticia Adams. I'm into that. I think I can, I can carry that with pride. You carry it beautifully, <laughs> Roxy. I have to do say, it. I love it. Now, those of you listening closely may be able to tell that we're not in our cosy little cardboard studios today that we are usually in. We are, in fact, out on location in central London. Yes, we are. Rachel, before we dive very deep under those covers of the magazine together, can you please tell me, why have you basically asked me out on my dream date and <laughs> whisked me off to South Kensington in London? Why are we meeting here at the V&A Museum? It's not just because it is my favourite London museum, Roxy, although it is. I love this place. I love all the little worlds of creativity and the obsession that it captures. 
but also because I miss you, Roxy. I haven't seen you for a while and I miss hanging out with you once a month. That's not the only two very good reasons. It's also because they have a very special exhibition at the moment that runs until April next year, which is actually entitled... Diva. Can you believe that? I mean, I think it is so, so sweet of one of the world's most famous museums to put on an exhibition, especially for us, isn't it? Bless them. It's amazing. There'll be photos, there'll be videos. I came along to it recently and I was blown away, partly because, ta-da, Diva magazine is actually part of the exhibition. Celebrating the artist Janelle Monet, the museum has the 2013 issue of Diva with Janelle on the cover and it's prominently displayed next to Janelle's infamous vagina pants. I mean, it's so awesome. That actually is so awesome. Like, can you just imagine the three queer icons all together in one frame? I'm living for it. So we've got Janelle Monet, the exquisite, the extraordinary. we got Diva magazine. We all know and love. We're all part of the gang of Diva. Then we've got the vagina pants. <laughs> from the, We've all seen it. We've all seen Tessa through the vagina pants. We've all seen them. They are glorious. And I love that these three perfectly creative queer extravaganza things are all brought together how lovely is that it's amazing the stars are all aligned because this episode of diva magazine also has janelle on the cover which is just it's some kind of brilliant queer serendipity that's made all these stars align so i wanted you to see it roxy i wanted to get your right royal roxy reaction well that sounds glorious shall we go on in and take a little look oh yes please So, Roxy, we're just in the exhibition now. We're at the downstairs part of the exhibition. There's sort of your more traditional, typical, maybe, divas from the screen and from the stage. People like Vesta Tilly, who was male impersonator on the stage and was one of the highest paid women in the country. Go in on, the, Vesta. In the 1890s. Unheard of. And so we're about to see a clip from a pretty famous film called Morocco, which is from the 1930s. With the one and only Marlena Dietrich. A little nervous laughter, it says. Oh, my gosh. And Marlena's there in a top hat and a tails. May I have this? Of course, she's got a flower. She's getting closer to a lady. <gasps> and she steals a kiss. You were telling me a little bit there, Roxy, about the sewing circle, which I didn't know. Oh my God, I'm obsessed with the sewing circle. So the sewing circle, in like old Hollywood, it was where all the secretly sapphic starlets, that was what they were known as, the sewing circles. There's so many lesbian and bisexual and queer, really famous movie stars, Marlena Dietrich and Greta Garbo being just two of them. And it was called the Sewing Circle because it was kind of like this secret club where I can only imagine what fabulous (laughs) seamstress things they got up to. (laughs) There's Sarah Bernhardt as well. There's a whole display about her, bisexual. It's, It's LGBT all over. It really is. Well, this is the thing. It's called Diva. There's a hell of a lot of queer divas, aren't there? If you look at the history of the divas, not just her own diva, but all of these fabulous women and non-binary people. Just extraordinary.
So Mae West, oh, she's one of my faves. So she was so funny, this wisecracking femme fatale of the silver screen. And she was also incredibly progressive. And she really stood up for the rights of gay men at a time when people were very, very reluctant to do. And Mae West uh, coined many, many fabulous phrases, including, why don't you come up and see me sometime? <laughs> she was just freaking fabulous. So she's another queer icon. Josephine Baker as as well here, who not only stood up for the civil rights movement, she was part of the French resistance as well during World War II, but also openly bisexual, you're saying? Yeah, so Josephine Baker is amazing. She was a cabaret star. She was, as you say, a, a secret agent of the resistance during the war. And she was bisexual. So it's just phenomenal to see so many groundbreaking and queer and creative artists being celebrated here. But yeah, Josephine's amazing. And that's what I think they're saying, the definition of divas here in this exhibition is not only they're creative, they're talented, whether it's acting, dancing, um, singing, or all of the above, but also that they are pioneers. They've had to commit so much to get to where they are as performers. They transfer all that energy into their campaigning as advocacy work renaissance people elizabeth taylor another gay icon a human rights campaigner for the community with aids yeah yeah you're right it's like all of these people they're fabulous and creative but they've also they've got a point of view and they're not afraid to use their platform to advocate for what they believe is right and in a way that's maybe what gives them that sort of diva title is because they're not afraid to stand up for what they believe is right but that continues in their work life maybe where they just go no I'm not putting up with that shit 100% it's just all my favourite people (laughs) I knew you'd love it so they've even got Kate Blanchett if we're talking about queer icons (gasps) the costume worn by Kate Blanchett as she played Catherine Hepburn it's just like queer icon after queer icon (laughs) queer icons playing queer icons Here we are upstairs at the Diva exhibition at the V&A in London. Roxy, what could tell me what you see? I see the face of God. I see, <laughs> I see Janelle Monet's infamous vagina pants. And I see just if we travel slightly south and slightly left of the vagina pants, we see a gorgeous copy of Diva magazine with Janelle on the cover. So exciting. What date is this, the last time that Janelle was on the cover? So this is from September 2013, and Janelle is on the cover wearing like a tux, looking badass, looking amazing. I just, I actually can't get over this. <laughs> this is quite a, this is a quite, some of them, someone the other day said, what's your queerest day at Diva? This might be it. I mean, it's beautiful. Diva is there, and Janelle's costume is above you don't forget that once you've seen it. I loved Nick Rosara, our deputy editor, article all about Janelle Monet. Nick themselves is also non-binary. At the Critics' Choice Awards earlier this year, Janelle said, I'm Janelle Monet and my pronouns are she, her, they, them and free ass motherfucker. 
And as Nick wrote, Age of Pleasure album, it serves up joy as an act of resistance. It reminds us to love on ourselves without shame. It reminds us to embrace our bodies, our desires, our needs, to imagine a better future for melanated and marginalised folks where we can all be free-ass motherfuckers. Also, I think that Janelle Monet might be playing Josephine Baker in a film. Really? I think so. So the special exhibition, it celebrates the power and creativity of iconic performers, exploring and redefining the role of diva and how this has been subverted or embraced over time across opera, stage, popular music and film. It starts with opera singers downstairs, perhaps the more traditional types of diva, the demanding performers of yesteryear. And then as you come upstairs at the exhibition, it's more about the reclaiming of the word diva to mean goddess. Now, the, the word itself has changed in the Oxford English Dictionary definition. It's on the timeline downstairs saying how that meaning has changed. And up here in the 21st century, well, it's meaning more with courage and confidence, creative, of course, but referring to those able to reinvent themselves with spectacle and those who use all that power and all their presence and fame who are campaigning as advocates and or allies. I've just seen as well they've got Dusty Springfield, another out bisexual icon. Like, you just, you can't move for queer icons in here, can you? Every time you turn around, there's another. That's amazing. And Dusty Springfield, the famous uh, singer, who used to go down the gateways, the lesbian club in London, and Dusty used to go there. She was one of the famous patrons. Oh, my goodness. Right, I'm going to go hunt for more queer ladies and non-binary icons. You won't have to go far. (laughs) Now, I know someone that you really like. Billie Holiday. Oh, love a bit of Billie. One of my top favourite singers of all time has got to be Billie Holiday. Nothing like a dressing gown and a glass of wine and a bit of Billie on the uh, on the old-timey stereo. And also, Billie is another amazing trailblazing out black bisexual mm. woman. Fantastic to see her celebrated. Billie was another person who really used her platform to speak out for justice. Um, There's a very moving, very emotional performance of Billie performing the civil rights song, Strange Fruit. Had me in tears, actually, watching that. It was quite something. I mean, it's, it's such an amazing exhibition because you go around with your headphones on, so everyone's having a slightly different experience. It's very intimate. You're hearing the music. It switches as you move around the exhibition. So everyone's having their own little moments. It's very personal. And the Billie Holiday one, I got completely lost in it. And there's Marilyn Monroe, Tina Turner, and more surprising divas like Prince and Elton John, Freddie Mercury. But then look, Pink, another previous diva cover star. They could have had a lovely diva cover of Pink as well. (laughs) Defiantly standing outside the norms of the pop star ideal. And there's a giant portrait photograph of Lady Gaga and Born This Way. That's amazing. Okay, wow. So there's some video footage of Sophie, the musical pioneer and trans icon. That's pretty fabulous. Sophie was a Scottish producer, DJ, singer and a founding figure of hyperpop. What an amazing exhibition, Roxy. Blows my mind, but tell me, how does it feel as editor of Diva magazine to see the magazine as part of an exhibition? It actually feels really emotional, you know. It's really exciting and it gives me all sorts of tingles seeing the cover of Diva magazine 
and seeing Diva featured in the the wall art that was talking about the history of the word diva and it said 1994 diva magazine is launched to see diva being celebrated alongside so many iconic people is pretty mind-boggling i love our proximity to the vagina pants like i will never get over how great it is to see the vagina pants and the diva magazine and you know also just like on a personal level so many of the the women and the people in this exhibition are like personal maybe heroes is the wrong word but women and people who i admire so much billy holiday josephine baker elizabeth taylor marilyn monroe marlena bloody dietrich greta garbo vesta tilly like such trailblazing powerful fabulous women and non-binary people to experience to have a walk through and like spend a moment with each of these incredible people and then near the end of the exhibition to see the vagina pants and diva it's it's really fantastic it's really i mean i'm gushing i'm gushing like I'm my own pair of vagina pants, but it's just fantastic. I love it. <laughs> now, here's something that's quite a different tone, as they say in script writing. It's a bit of a left turn there, mm. Roxy. Part diva. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Part Diva. There's a very upsetting piece in this month's Diva, but also incredibly timely and very important. It's called Queer Refugees Unite, and it's an article by Ella Gorsi. Roxy, can you tell me a bit about it? 
Absolutely. So Queer Refugees Unite is a really brilliant and, as you say, important organisation. And they help LGBTQIA asylum seekers. And in this really important feature by Ella, Ella has spoken to five different women involved with the organisation, four of whom are currently seeking asylum. And these women, they've fled their home countries because it was not safe for them to be there. And they have been waiting for their asylum claims to be sorted out for many, many years. In the case of Jocelyn from Uganda, 13 years since she made her original claim. And she's being told, you know, that people do not believe that she is a lesbian. And it's heartbreaking, but so important to tell these women's stories and to say to our government, particularly in light of the recent comments made by the Home Secretary, we need justice for queer refugees now. This is outrageous. We're supposed to be a country that values human rights and dignity. And I am absolutely appalled by the comments that she's made. Um, And if you do read the new issue of Diva, you will see, you know, Suella, have a look at the new issue of Diva, for God's sake. Um, And you will see the reality of what it is to be an LGBTQIA refugee seeking asylum at the moment. Yeah, I was so shocked when I heard that bit of news of what Suella Braverman said. She's the current Tory Home Secretary here in the UK. And she said that persecution for being gay or being a woman should no longer be reason enough to gain asylum in another country. She said simply being gay or a woman should not by itself be enough to gain protection under international refugee laws. I was shocked by that because it's not just LGBT, but also women as well. I mean... There are 64 countries that have laws that criminalise homosexuality. Criminalise it? Honestly, I was spitting mad Mm. reading that. And it's very timely that Diva features this article with these women from countries like uh, Uganda, Namibia, Cambodia, Barbados. And it's very, very sobering reading. It's shocking. I think the pictures speak for themselves in the magazine and I urge everyone to have a look and as you say Roxy Suella Braverman have a little look yeah maybe we need to get maybe we need to send a copy of it to the Home Secretary's office I was speaking to someone from Queer Refugees Unite and she was saying about how great it is that we've got this feature and how timely and she said that now the women featured in this issue they will be using the fact that they've been included in Diva magazine as evidence of their sexuality Wow. Which is, you know, it's fantastic that Diva is able to help them in yeah. any way with their, with their successfully claims. claiming asylum. But that's so powerful, isn't it's, it? That's spine tingling, actually, Roxy. I mean, yeah. I know it's all about advocacy. So much of Diva's work is about advocacy, but there it is in beautiful action. I really hope that we see in a future issue of Diva magazine successful stories. Mm happy endings for these people and also she talks about women I mean Mm. the countries where being female is a kind of jail sentence you know where you can't leave your home unaccompanied you without being covered up you can't go to school you can't get take various jobs I mean all of this and she's like oh that's fine wow shocking the country you are born into is obviously so random and yet so crucial to your standard of living and how you can live. We've heard from people who were born into countries that make homosexuality illegal. Now let's hear from something a little nicer, from someone where the opposite 
is the case, where LGBTQIA people can be celebrated, where they can find a community that nurtures and protects them and helps them live their true selves. Let's take a trip to Toronto on the east coast of Canada, people. Fasten your seatbelts, get ready for takeoff. It's beyond borders. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Toronto. And there's a reason why this city will always hold a special place in my heart. Growing up as a kid, I could never imagine being an openly gay person in a male-dominated environment. Like, that that, would, that just would have blown me away as a kid. As an adult, to be able to not only be living my true authentic self, but also to be able to represent my community in a professional environment is something that I hold very near and dear to my heart and something that I will continue to fight for. My name's Anastasia. My friends call me Anna. I'm 32. I live in Toronto, Canada, and I identify as a queer woman. I feel like I'm doing a dating profile right now. I'm also a Virgo, and my spirit animal would be Kim Wilde's hair. <laughs> Growing up, I had kind of a wild childhood. I lived in northern Canada. My parents are both geologists, which means that we lived in and we spent a lot of time in rural northern mining communities you know these communities were remote and some of them you know were fly-in only or boat-in only as you can imagine there wasn't a whole lot of lgbtqia plus representation when i was growing up in these communities at that time at least at least not openly to me when i was living there Having to move around so much, you learn to adapt and you learn to change to your situations, to change my personality, to make sure that I fit the people around me so that I could blend in because I didn't want to stand out and I didn't want everyone to know that I was different. Because of that, I really repressed my sexuality for a very long time. I used to have to make up crushes I had on boys, pretend to be interested in Hollywood hunk or the latest new boy in town because that's what everyone was talking about and that's what I had to do to fit in. You know, growing up I always felt this attraction towards the same sex and I, I always had this attraction towards women that I, I couldn't really quite explain honestly because I didn't understand it at the time, you know, and it wasn't something that we spoke about. And it wasn't until my family moved to Toronto where I was able to experience this beautiful, bright, vibrant queer community that this city has and to really explore my sexuality. The city has allowed me to really accept my sexuality and accept myself for who I am. And that's something that I've always been so grateful for. And there's a reason why this city will always hold a special place in my heart. So when I finally did 
tell my friends, you know, in my early 20s that I was attracted to women, they were shocked. They were shocked because, you know, I had been pretending to like men, but then they were also so supportive at the same time. After I came out, my life completely changed. I was really struggling with my mental health before I came out. Um, and after I came out, it was like this huge weight had been lifted off of my shoulders. This kind of gray cloud that had been looming over me my whole life that I was never able to put a name to and I was never able to really describe to people. Now all of a sudden with the support of my friends and with the support of my family, I was able to start discovering what it meant to me. And not only in terms of dating, but in friendships as well. I made so many great queer friends in this community that to this day we're still friends and I'm so thankful for those relationships and those bonds that I have. This is the reason why I was able to become the person that I am today and to have the support of those friends, to be loved, you know, to feel valued and like you matter. And I know that not everyone is fortunate enough to have that. It's definitely the reason why I was able to accept my sexuality and work through it in such a positive way. It's so important for me to stand up for what I value, to fight for what's right and what's important. But I have a voice in this industry and a voice not only as a queer person, but as a woman, as a woman of color. And I'm so thankful that I work for a company and work for an organization that values me as an individual and values, you know, my opinions. I can feel safe coming to work every day and working around my peers and being able to express myself and who I really am. How I stay grounded is by reconnect with the outdoors and reconnect almost with my roots in a sense. Being able to recharge and relax means getting out of this city, going camping, going canoeing, going hiking, spending time with my dog outside, spending time with friends outside, spending time with family outside, and just connecting to who I am. In conclusion, I guess, I'm here, I'm queer, I'm proud of who I am, even though it took a long time to get to this point where I am in my life, but I wouldn't change my experience and I wouldn't change my journey for the world. Being able to love myself and live my life just as true and authentically to myself as I possibly can, feel confident in who I am and tell you that it's okay to be who you are and be confident in who you are to love yourself and to respect yourself because you are amazing. Thank you, Anastasia. That was wonderful. I'm so glad that you sent your 
audio over about your life. I found it really interesting. I've spent time in Toronto myself. There really is a great area downtown there, a bit like Soho mm. in London. You know, it's the LGBT area with bars and clubs, but also bookshops. There was a bookshop that actually featured in Diva and on Radio Diva, I think, many, many moons ago. And there's drop-in centres. It's got a real sense of community. Something I loved about that piece that is kind of fitting for us listening to it here at the V&A Museum is that Anastasia's parents were geologists mm. and they had that really sort of, you know, that's really a niche interest, I think, in their lives that dictated where they lived and how they lived. It obviously filled up their lives. It's a specialist interest most of us will never really investigate or learn about. And that's what the V&A, I think, is all about. That's where it's at its best, these niche interests from all around the world and when you walk around the V&A you get to sample other people's obsessions mm. there's you know whole floors of silverwork and whole <laughs> floors of miniatures I love it you walk around in someone else's shoes for a minute and it's unendingly fascinating for me that's what I love do you have anything to say <laughs> <laughs> Have you been to Toronto? I've, sadly, I've not, you know. It's on my list. I hear wonderful things about Toronto and about Canada, and I'd love to go, but I've never been. You know, I agree that that was such a brilliant piece by Anastasia, and something I really loved about it was the journey that she took us on and the fact that, yes, in the beginning, she was hiding her sexuality, she was repressing her sexuality, saying, you know, that she had crushes on men and so on, which I think is super relatable. I think mm. so many queer women and non-binary people can relate to that experience. But then throughout the piece of Beyond Borders, she takes us on this journey and by the end, she's absolutely embracing and, and loving her sexuality and I love the the role that Toronto played in that mm. for her Toronto was a a place of queer awakening and queer joy and I thought that was just gorgeous yeah it's so random and yet it just dictates everything doesn't yeah. it where you live who you become culturally how we're shaped by our environments what we see what we hear what we listen to, Roxy Bordion. <laughs> oh, oh dear, I know what's now, coming. Now I do have a bone to pick with you. <laughs> <laughs> Your new favourite queer podcast, Roxy. I mean, hello, have you ever heard of Pod Diva, the Lesbian <laughs> Supper Club? You better tell me a bit about this. Well, first of all, a woman can have many favourites. Uh, <laughs> and you, my darling, will obviously always be a podcast legend to the world and to me. But Lesbian Supper Club. So this podcast, if you aren't already all over it, you definitely want to check it out. And I assume because you're listening to Pod Diva, you have spectacular taste in podcasts. Oh, nicely done. You've dug yourself <laughs> out of that hole. Well done. I love it. I am. I'm redeeming myself for the, <laughs> for the other comment. <laughs> um, so Lesbian Supper Club it is a podcast presented by a real life couple, Freya and Scarlett. And they were so much fun to interview so I interviewed them for this issue um, having listened to the podcast and really really enjoyed it and they were just hilarious and I feel like they have a different voice a different tone a different attitude and a different energy to a lot of the queer content that we see and that tone is like really funny quite sarcastic like they obviously adore each other but they also really love ripping the piss out of each other <laughs> which is so much fun to listen to and they're just like 
they're just so like bold like when I listen to the podcast like it makes me feel bolder it makes me feel you know like yeah we can talk about this can yeah, I quote can, can I that. quote you back to you I love it when you quote me back to me Rachel you said it's forthright irreverent and defiantly bullshit free their approach to lesbian representation isn't just refreshing it's sort of revolutionary I mean revolutionary is a big word Roxy and I what do you mean by that revolutionary well I said that it was sort of revolutionary and I think it's because I was I'm listening to this podcast in the context of being a lesbian who has grown up in a culture that shames us for being different Mm -hmm. so you have a lot of that ingrained shame and even as the editor-in-chief of diva magazine I still got some shame to deal with you know Mm -hmm. um but their podcast the the way that they are so unapologetic the way that they are so beautifully shame free and they will talk about anything and everything the sordid details of of all sorts of aspects of being queer I just find it really galvanizing I find it really energizing and I feel like it helps to undo some of the horrible work the patriarchy has done to us to make us feel ashamed because these two smart confident funny women are saying like we don't need to be ashamed about that guys and you just feel part of their like a cool fun empowered queer gang you know it's a bit like watching the l word like the first time you watch the l right, word right. if you haven't had queer friends yeah? yeah and then you watch the l word and you're like oh wow you can see a different reality for yourself where maybe you could live like in a group of cool empowered confident lesbians and bi and queer women and non-binary people in the manner of helena peabody that's well, i love that <laughs> okay you completely sold me now obviously by using that analogy and can you hear there's a magpie over there who is in full agreement with you in yeah the, background the magpie there. has subscribed to oh, lesbian yeah. supper club yes on his way to one now <laughs> bloody loves it bloody loves Can't it get enough of it oh that's brilliant i mean i wanted to quote back to you offering a counterpoint to the airbrushed picture perfect influencer relationships that dominate social media in typical straight talking fashion scarlet states when I see those things online, I don't buy it for a second. And then Freya chips in. Also, it just makes you feel like shit. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. That's why I'm not a big Insta person, you know, because I can't Instagram. I can't really get on board because I don't want to feel shit about the fact whilst other people are being picked up in limos. I'm picking up dog poo on the morning walk. You know, I just you know <laughs> that's the reality. And I don't want to I don't want you know, I think that's really interesting but then, this is what's interesting, they also go on to say that Freya's sister is one half of Wegan, which is ultimately interesting. Listeners will know that Wegan is Whitney and Megan. So Wegan are this, like, they're almost like an OG lesbian influencer couple. Like, they've been doing social media and YouTube and so on for quite a while and providing really brilliant femme lesbian representation and more recently as well as all their influencer stuff they've actually mm-hmm. got really into activism yes for that's true fertility equality yeah which i just i've known wagon for a while from working at diva and mm. i just think that is absolutely fabulous yeah it's like amazing the what they're doing that. there yeah but it's interesting because their pictures are generally sort of picture perfect well they're gorgeous aren't they they have yeah. matching outfits everything's yeah. like a barbie movie yeah and it all looks gorgeous but also if you meet Whitney and Megan they're girly girls they love it and I think it's interesting so Freya and Megan 
they are sisters and they're both lesbians but they're really really different women and they have really different vibes and I think there's place for all kinds of representation like we are not a monolith you can be all kinds of different attitudes about being queer but yes they are they are sisters they are indeed that's fascinating I'm actually going to give it a listen but it's not going to become my new favorite queer podcast that's for sure Roxy and I, I think it's time we went off and had a lovely cup of tea and a little slice of cake in the cafe here at the V&A. But before we go, I think we should tell our Pod Diva listeners what's coming up on Pod Diva. Do you want to launch straight in? Let me launch. Well, I will launch because I'm excited about this cup of tea and this cake that you've just promised me. Oh, yeah. Sounds delightful. Lovely. Uh, so coming up on Pod Diva, we have my conversation with Scarlett and Freya from Lesbian Supper Club, which is, Rachel, my second favourite queer podcast. So please stop crying. No, <laughs> you're not crying. I'm joking. You're not crying. But they were so much fun. They were really hilarious and had a lot of really, really interesting things to say. So that's definitely an episode not to miss. And then we have a relationship room coming up with our wonderful diva agony aunt, Ali Hendry. She's talking about micro dosing on joy, building resilience and reconnecting with your authentic self also building up from rock bottom which sounds incredible definitely let's microdose on some cake and tea lovely lovely also coming up on pod diva i interviewed the gorgeous travel sapphic couple on airplane mode also known as kirsty and christine and they were just absolutely gorgeous they've kind of managed to create their own dream world where they're constantly traveling as a beautiful lesbian couple having the times of their life but also giving really valuable tips for people who do want to go traveling who are lgbtqia so that conversation is also coming up shortly that made me so jealous looking at those pictures oh it does doesn't it yeah <laughs> so it like, does. oh my god i want to go traveling yeah amazing roxy let's go and have some tea and cake it's been real it's been brilliant i've loved being at the vna with you thank you oh thank you honestly this is you know if teenage me knew that i'd be on a date with helena peabody at the vna <laughs> mind blown thank you my love how lovely thank you and thank you for listening thank you for listening pod diva thank you for listening to pod diva in association with diva magazine the world's leading brand for lgbtqia plus women and non-binary people Every fortnight, we bring you new interviews from a vast range of fabulous people, celebrating and amplifying the voices of the LGBTQIA community. Browse our extensive back catalogue of episodes to find your favourites, from Jennifer Beals to Abby Jacobson. It's like one gorgeous, glossy magazine in your ear. Please share, rate or review us. It really does help. You can find us on Acast or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can email me at editorial at diva-magazine.com. Pod Diva. Queers for your ears. Pod Diva. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? 
They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.